Welcome to another episode of Notable on Noble, the podcast that brings you samples of locally recorded audio from the North Carolina Library for the Blind and Physically Handicapped. All materials presented are available from the library's download site called Noble. Now sit back, relax, and let's listen to something notable on Noble. The Governor's Lady, a novel by Robert Inman. From the Book Jacket. Cooper Lanier takes her oath of office as governor, accepts a kiss from her husband, and waits for the applause to die. Then she gathers her speech and steps to the podium. Now, she says, we begin. If only it were that simple. Cooper's husband, the former governor, is running for president, yet he won't relinquish his control of state government. He and his posse intend to make Cooper a puppet. Her ailing mother, a power broker from the days when political women had to operate behind the scenes, wants the limelight for herself. And now a rare blizzard has paralyzed Cooper's southern state and placed its warring government factions front and center. The Governor's Lady is the story of a smart, feisty, independent woman compelled by circumstances to follow her instincts and take charge. The daughter of a famous political family, Cooper has since childhood seen public life as a thief that steals everyone she loves. Her father gave up his private dream for a shot at the Senate. Her husband, Pickett Lanier, evolved from a loving free spirit into a calculating political player she barely recognizes. Cooper must quickly strike a path that allows her to be both ruthlessly effective and true to herself, all while facing a level of pressure she never imagined. She finds unlikely allies in her long-estranged mother, Mickey Spinauer, and Wheeler Kincaid, a crusty, aging newspaper man with a past of his own. Together, they help Cooper take her first tentative, then bolder, steps in the male-dominated world of big-time politics. One. For my funeral, Mickey said, I want a good band and an open bar. She was teetering on the edge of the hospital bed, feet dangling, struggling against a tangle of wires and tubes that tethered her to monitors and a rack of intravenous solutions. Mother, what in the hell are you doing? Cooper threaded her way toward the bed through a forest of potted plants and cut flower arrangements. She reached for Mickey, who jerked away. I gotta pee, she said. No, you don't gotta pee. You've got a catheter. Mickey looked down at the tube running from underneath her hospital gown to a bag hooked to the side of the bed. Oh. Cooper took hold of her legs and lifted, swinging her back onto the bed, pulling sheet and blanket up to her chin. Mickey shivered and then collapsed against the pillow, eyes closed, mouth open, breath rattling. I'll get the nurse, Cooper said, reaching for the call button. Mickey gripped her arm. No, I'm all right. She motioned weakly toward a bedside chair. Sit, just let me... Cooper moved an arrangement of flowers from the chair, set it on the floor, 
and pulled the chair closer to the bed. How did you sleep? I didn't. You should ask for something to help. Do you want me to talk to the nurses? No. She turned to Cooper, fixed her with a stare. Well? Well, what? The band and the bar. Will you stop it about funerals? It's my funeral. I can have anything I want. <laughs>